I'm Jackie Ventoris, founder of Messy Bun and All. Here at Messy Bun and All podcast, you will find tips on wellness, motherhood, sisterhood, and how our faith carries us through it all. You will find inspiration, encouragement, and resources to help you on your journey. Life is messy, but together we can do this. Messy bun and all. Hey, welcome back to another episode of our Messy Bun and All podcast. The last one, can you believe, for 2022. It's been an amazing year of just so much growth. I am so excited to see what comes in this 2023, right? Um, I just so grateful that you've journeyed with us. I pray that you continue to do so and that this place may be a safe space for you as you go through many different things in life. The main thing I want you to know is that you are not alone, and I'm so glad that you're here. Well, today I wanted to end the year on a healing note uh, with recent uh, news of Stephen Twitch boss's passing. Um, it is really for me kind of really had me reflect. Uh, for those of you that don't know, part of my story is um, I have also contemplated suicide and I know how... Um, it can feel like the only thing left to do. Almost like you are, I feel like it's two things. One, doing somebody and everyone a favor, right, by not being here. But two, I know for me personally, when I just could not silence the voices, it was just a way for me just to kind of get rid and stop the battle within. And so um, I, I just really wanted to touch on healing parts of our inner child. As I've gone through uh, many different treatments since my suicide attempt, um, I have found healing to be a continual journey. I think a lot of times in our journey, we want a like a pill that fix everything, like a one-time fix. I do the hard work now and I'll never have to do it again. The reality of healing is that it is going to be continual. Why? Because we are people who continue to change as well. In every season, we're somebody different. We're evolving as people, right? We go from being children to being teenagers, to being adults, to being single, to being married maybe, to becoming parents, and then to becoming empty nesters and maybe grandparents. I mean, there are so many different roles that we take on in our lives. And as we process different seasons in our lives, healing also looks different in our lives. Sometimes the awareness of what needs to be healed is um, different in each season. Like, for instance, for me, when I had Wally, I realized um, a lot of healing that I needed to do with my inner child, probably more than any other season of my life. And so I just wanted to share six things with you, six things that I hope you can apply into your life today. 
to end this year or begin next year on a healing note, I really want to encourage you to speak to that inner child. I feel a lot of times when we don't acknowledge her, um, that the voices when we're older become stronger and louder. And so if we can do the work now, we can start to heal parts of ourselves that so desperately need to be healed. And so, and I share this not to say that, um, you know, Twitch could have done this to prevent suicide, you know. First of all, my heart goes out to his wife and his children and his family who who have to process um, all of all of this, right? And everything that they must be going in this grieving process. So my heart goes out to them. But I think in tragedy, it can also serve as an opportunity for us to also look at ourselves and say, that could have been me, right? That could have been me. But, but by the grace of God, it wasn't. And so how can I continue to provide healing and light in my life so that I can be of service to others, right? How can I do that? And so there are six things I feel like we could do to truly speak to and nurture that inner child. So the first thing is, it seems obvious, but have a dialogue with her. Like, have a dialogue with her. For me, like, if you know me and if you've ever worked with me, I talk to everything. I talk to the printer. I talk to my computer. I talk to any gadget. I talk to, <laughs> I just talk to everything around me. And for somebody who is so weird and talking to so many different equipment, I realized that I was talking to everything except me. Like, that inner child dialogue never truly happened. It wasn't until I went into a a treatment center for my suicide attempt and the suicide thinking, it wasn't until I went to the inpatient treatment that I actually learned about inner child. And so, hey, maybe this is something new for you as well. What is the inner child? For me, how I would uh, explain that in just very basic terms is she's the little girl. She is little you. She is the person that um, your parents talk to or, you know, guardian or whoever. She is the one who processed a lot of things that happen in life. And she is the one who really came up with these foundational ideas for you in your life. For instance... Um, for me, it was being overweight was a bad thing. So my inner child, I really felt um, not good all the time, you know, like not good enough. I always felt inadequate or fat. And because I was fat, I felt unworthy. So these are all truths that the inner child in me developed because of the messages I interpreted as a child. 
And so number one is have a dialogue with your inner child. Maybe the dialogue doesn't have to be like, hey girl, you know, like out loud talking. Maybe the dialogue is more of in the form of a letter. Maybe you're somebody who wants to journal and really touch uh, base with her. Because the truth of the matter is, is that for a lot of us who may have gone through traumatic situations, we tend to um, visualize that little girl as she's gone. She's no longer there, right? The past no longer exists. Some, maybe even the people from your past aren't there, so it's easy for you to separate the two. And the reality is, is that she's still there. She is still with you. She always has been. Um, maybe she just hasn't been acknowledged and given the power to her voice when she needed it most. And so this is what we're takes me to my second point. So one, having a dialogue with your inner child, right? Two is letting her know that you see her. So acknowledging her, acknowledging that she exists, right? So depending on the different dynamics of your household, sometimes expressing anger, confusion, or sadness was not well received, right? If you did something, a quote unquote bad, right? Um, and it may not have been bad, you know? Um, maybe your parents were so stressed with work or even their relationship that if you ran around in the house, that was already bad, right? Running is not a bad thing, but again, depending on the dynamics of your household, these messages that we've received as children are things we've carried into our adulthood. And as I have grown, I have also come to understand that my parents themselves carried their own pain, their own grief, their own trauma, and they could only see and hear me the way that they knew best. As messed up as they may have been, they tried their best. And if a parent carries these generational baggage that they haven't even addressed, then the way they deal with the baggage is also passed down to us. You see, it's, it's crazy to sometimes see how maybe as a child, you hated having a parent yell at you. It was like the worst thing. Oh gosh, here they go again, right? And then a few years later, you become a parent and who's doing all the yelling to their kid? You are. And it's so hard to break generational baggage. But if you can give yourself the gift of seeing you, of acknowledging it and seeing that action as, you know what? This is me reacting. This is my pain. This is my trauma. And then making a pledge to really work towards being freed from it, you will bring such a huge change to not only your life, but anyone else that comes after you. So today, whenever you feel something rising up for you, acknowledge it. Allow those emotions to come forward and then tell that inner child, it's going to be okay. As hard as it may be, you see her, you hear her, and you can feel for her. She is worthy of every emotion and she will find healing. She will find healing. I see you. I see you. Those are like the most powerful words I think we can speak to our inner child is I see you. I am 
here for you. I hear you. Number three, one of the most powerful things that we can say is you are so loved, just as you are. One of the things I've learned with Wally is that kids need to be reassured over and over and over of being loved just as they are. You know, it's interesting because lately, Wally does this thing where, and you know, hey, (laughs) maybe I am um, subconsciously doing something that I haven't realized yet, but Wally has this thing lately where we tell him, wash up, wash your hands, you know, make sure you use soap and, and say he doesn't listen, right? And we go, Wally, please, right now, I need you to wash your hands. And he'll look at us and he'll say, you don't love me anymore? And f- the first time or the first few times I heard that, I remember rolling my eyes like, that is so dumb. Like, why would he think that? Why would he say that? Of course, I still love you, right? And I realized how important it was for me to speak that back to him. So I would say, Wally, of course I still love you. I will always love you, whether you wash your hands or you don't. I still love you. And I will go on to say, you know, but we are late, so mommy's a little frustrated, but I still love you. And I guess maybe for me, I never fully felt that reassurance of being loved just as I am. I felt like at a very young age that if I got good grades, then I was loved. If I didn't bother anybody, then I was loved. If I did everything right, then and only then I was worthy of love. If I lost weight I was worthy of love. Regardless of how distorted that may be, I want you to know and I want to remind you that you have the power to change the narrative within you. Today, you can tell yourself you are loved. Say it to yourself. Why don't you say it now? I love you. Go ahead. I love you. Number four, I think probably uh, one of the most healing things we can tell our inner child is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You see, there are so many times when we receive what we believe are messages from people around us that mean something to us, right? And a lot of times, because we are wanting to be so loved by everyone around us, we work so hard. We become these overachievers, people pleaser, perfectionists. Can I get an amen? I mean, that is me 1000%, right? And so I've realized now that I needed to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jackie. I'm sorry for the times that I didn't slow down and ask how you were. I'm sorry for the times I didn't stand up for you because I just, I didn't know better or because I was scared. I'm sorry for giving in to the lies that I have to achieve so much to be loved. 
And today, I know that I can do better to give myself time to rest. And so, I'm sorry, but today will be better. Number five, and this is one that I've done a whole Bible study on the power of forgiveness, right? So number five is I forgive you. You see, there were many times also in my childhood based on the messages that I've received that I feel like I've acted or made decisions on what I thought was being, um, on what I was perceiving, right, from these messages. And so I have to tell myself, I also forgive you. I forgive you for the mistakes. I forgive you for the way that you just overachieved and really created a bit of a mess in your life. I forgive you. I forgive you for the way that you've talked to yourself and for the thought, the time that you thought that your only worth was based on a size on your body weight. I forgive you. I forgive you for the time that you felt your life didn't matter and that the only thing that mattered was getting down to a size zero or a size two. I forgive you. I forgive you for thinking that you weren't worthy of love. I forgive you for the times that you ignored her, you ignored your inner child. I I forgive you for not speaking to her when you needed to acknowledge her. I forgive you. And then I would even take that a step further. If and when you're ready and if appropriate to say, I also forgive my parents for their shortcomings because they did their best. They did what they knew. They tried And I I think something here that is worth mentioning is, for me, I'm Hispanic, so I grew up, you know, in a Hispanic household. And I feel like for a lot of us who come from immigrant parents, have parents whose only focus was to survive. They did not know about dreaming or you know, providing a stable household. It it wasn't about that. It literally, for a lot of our parents, were how do we get somewhere where we can just have food on the table? How can we get somewhere that is out of war? And so the way a lot of people cope in their own trauma was passed down to us in, in a different form of trauma. And so... I feel that part of the forgiveness, again, if it's appropriate and if you're ready, something that can be so freeing for me is to say, I forgive you. Because here's the reality, is that they did what they could and how they could do it the best they could. I am not responsible for what happened to me in the past. But I am responsible 
for how I deal with it today and in the future. I am responsible for my choices today. I am responsible for my healing today. And so that forgiveness a lot of times can feel like you're letting somebody off the hook. But the reality is that you are releasing yourself from the chain of being tied to someone who no longer has any power over your life. And so I forgive you becomes a very powerful tool for you and for your inner child. I forgive you. And then the last thing, number six, thank you. Thank you for never giving up on me. Y'all, I know I had a praying, and I do have a praying father. I've had many people in my life who prayed for me. And I will never forget the night that I attempted to take my life. By the grace of God, something just in me stopped. And I cannot tell you exactly what it is. I cannot accept that it was the grace of God, honestly, because I was tired. I was tired of every message I was telling myself. I was tired of looking in the mirror and feeling like the biggest failure in life. I was tired of the constant chitter-chatter in my head. And honestly, Everybody could have told me, you're beautiful, you're pretty, you're fine, don't worry. If I didn't believe it for myself, it didn't, it really didn't mean much. And so I now see the power that therapy has in helping me address these messages with my inner child because it is that inner child that lacks the love, that lacks the acknowledgement, that lacks the forgiveness, that lacks that loving dialogue, right? Everything was missing. And I am just so grateful that whatever little ounce of courage was left in her was somehow found to just keep turning to God and saying, you know, not today not today. And so I just thank her for not giving up on me. I thank her for believing in me and for knowing that I would somehow find a way to not only heal, but to then use that to hopefully help heal and free other people. And so my prayer, and I'm sorry if this sounded like a bit heavy today, but my prayer is simply this, that you would begin the journey to talk to that inner child, that you would understand the powerful, like just, just power of loving her and how that simple acknowledgement can shift so much of your perspective in who you are today. There is so much power in acknowledging her and, and knowing 
that she is a part. She is not forgotten. She is not cut off. She is not unworthy, but she is a part of who you are today. She is worthy to do this journey with you today. And not only is she worthy, but she is who you need to find strength to continue going through different seasons in your life today. And I just want to let you know and remind you that if you are somebody who is struggling with suicide thinking or a suicide attempt, I just want to encourage you to reach out. We're here, but also more importantly, there's a suicide hotline that you can call and even text. And that number is 988. 988. Anytime, 24-7. If you are just needing somebody to hear you out, please know that there is help. Please know that you are needed in this world today. You matter. Your gift is unlike anyone else's. Your light, like anyone else's. Your soul, your heart, your personality, unlike anyone else's. And we need you. We need you here. And so I am so grateful that you are on this life journey. I pray for healing as we walk into this new year. I pray for joy. I pray for restoration of marriages, of your household. I pray for a renewed sense of passion towards what God is calling you to do in this new year. May God bless you. May you know that you are never alone, that God goes before you, and that we are with you on this journey. Hey, thanks so much for giving us a listen here at Messy Bun and All Podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and YouTube. And if you would like to find out more about any upcoming events or how to get involved with Messy Bun and All, you can go to our website at www.messybunandall.com. Thanks so much. I can't wait to see you again. Bye-bye.